We're at the fair today, which we all know, let's be honest, is really a ploy for you to get some deep-fried Oreos, but that's okay. <laughs> I haven't had them yet, but I am actually looking forward to the chocolate-covered bacon. Uh-huh. That is something that I'm looking forward to. Excellent, excellent. Well, you're also there to highlight some potential improvements to the fairgrounds, thanks to some federal funding. Tell us uh, what's going on. Yes, well, I'm here today and very excited to... First of all, tour the fairgrounds again, um, as we usually do. But this time, we're able to uh, help support a community-funded project that we got a green light for in the House of Representatives and will be voting on as a part of the budget package. And it's to renovate um, and upgrade one of the buildings here, one of the structures, um, the Newcastle building. And the goal of that building is really to provide um, support and services and uh, a facility for students, for families, and really to help educate folks and ultimately improve our economy. Yeah, and my understanding is it's not uh, the improvement will not just benefit the community during Fair Week. It's something that can be used year-round? Exactly. It would be used year-round, and again, it would create opportunities for programming for students like that go through the 4-H program or are part of the Future Farmers of America program. Uh, it would also be available to community residents for, you know, different kind of activities. And so it will be available year-round. Um, there will even be programming focused on STEM and STEAM to make sure our young people are prepared for the future of work. As you know, that's one of my biggest areas is focusing on the future, and that's the future of farming as well. So we're very excited about it. And it's actually the amount that we got approved um, is what they requested, which is uh, over $900,000. I think it's $900,307,500. I'm not counting pennies, but uh, all the way to $500. (laughs) And I I know you're glad that uh, it's being used uh, for, for improvements that are educational in nature. Yes, yes. And, you know, I think the important thing as well is that the House, and we'll be voting on this next week, um, then we've got to get through the Senate and hopefully the appropriations bills will be signed by the president. And this is a, a, a shovel ready kind of pro- project where once they put that shovel in the ground, it should take about nine months. And hopefully we'll be able to see the fruits of it at the at, the, at least. the Hello. I'm seeing a couple of constituents out here. <laughs> of uh, hopefully we'll be able to um, be able to see the fruits of it next year. So we're very excited, very excited about it. So we another step in the hurdle. Another step. I, I don't know how to getting this building. I don't know how detailed they got w- with you in the request, but did they tell you what kind of programs uh, you mentioned STEAM and STEM that would uh, that would be done through this facility? Yeah, well, you know, like when you look at some of the programs, whether it's 4-H or um, or the Future Farmers of America, um, it, it's everything from leadership development to them learning about agriculture and the types of jobs there are in agriculture. Um, there are a host of different programming opportunities. And I think, you know, it's really important in this day and age that we prepare not just young people, but also have opportunities for, you know, families. And that's what this building will be as well. It'll be a a space for families, communities, and students. While we have you, we also wanted to touch base with you because uh, you helped introduce a new bill to improve mental health care for veterans. 
uh, recently. Tell yeah. us about that. Yes. Well, you know, since since we've uh, been in office, we've been trying to really hear the voice of our veterans across the state. And so we've hosted roundtable conversations. And in one of the roundtable discussions, we started hearing from, from veterans that, you know, we've expanded opportunities for them to get care out in the community. But many times the caregivers don't have the, the veterans experience or cultural competency of veterans. And so this bill is a bill that really wants to focus on making sure that those individuals who are giving care to our veterans are grounded in, and, and are able to provide the right resources to them. And so I'm really proud of it because it's something that came from Delaware. Um, we are already got a great momentum and support behind the bill, and um, I'm looking forward to it, hopefully getting to President Biden's desk. Yeah, I was struck by that phrase, culturally competent, that's used in the bill. Can you explain what yeah. that is? Yes. You know, as I was saying, a lot of times... You might have an individual that has experienced things that are a unique experience because of their veteran experience. And so this will allow for those individuals who are providing the care to be trained and to really be able to um, recognize things that they might not have even learned in school before. And so our goal is to make sure that our veterans are getting the best possible and service, but that also relates to their past experience and their current experience, and hopefully prepare them for the future as well. Is this just a training and education issue, or is it an issue where there just aren't enough uh, therapists out there who do this, or a little bit of both? It's, it's both. It's both. It is a training issue, and it's also, you know, part of it, too, is to incentivize more people to get into this kind of mental health care. And we know we just not only did we have challenges before, but we just we're still coming through a pandemic. And so that exacerbates those challenges as well. And our goal is to, again, expand on the number of professionals that can provide that right kind of mental health support, and particularly for our veterans. They deserve it. They, they put in for us, and we got to make sure at every opportunity we get, we can support them. And again, this bill came from the voices of Delaware veterans. Congresswoman Lisa Blunt Rochester will let you go. We know you have a lot, to, a lot of people to talk to, a lot of things to see uh, at the State Fair. And enjoy the chocolate-covered bacon. Food to still, I was getting ready to say, <laughs> I still got a lot of food to eat, too. I heard there were fried tacos here, too. I don't know. I'm not going to try that. But there's, there's plenty of good food here, too, So in a good company. Thanks so much, and take care.